But sometimes we just let, got to let God have his way. We go about the week hustling and bustling. Not knowing that if it wasn't for God, we wouldn't be able to do the hustle and bustle. Without God just touching your body this morning. Just giving you the gift of speech. We take those things so for granted. But when God takes that stuff from you, and the only thing you can do is look up for which coming your help. All your help come from the Lord. We got a word this morning. But I'm going to let God have his way. I'm realizing when you let God have his way. The word say he'll give you a spirit of ease. just want to take this time out to let you know no I'm not Pastor Johnson but Pastor Johnson out due to a little minor inconvenience but I take this honor because he's looked high enough on me to bring this word to you today And I don't take it kindly. Because I know this is a serious task. And so when he asked me yesterday, could I bring the word? All things started coming up. But I'm beginning to realize God didn't call no jump. So, we're going to go into this word today. Lord, we come to you this morning thanking you, Thank you Lord. for all your many blessings. Yes. Just coming to you, thanks for allowing me to bring your most precious word this morning. Yes, Lord. Lord, allow me to stand before your people today Hallelujah. and declare the good news of Jesus Christ. Lord, I ask you to decrease me as you increase. Lord, give me clarity of speech. Lord, give me the words that might touch someone that's really in need this morning. Lord, because I know it's not about me or kingdom move, but it's all about you. And Lord, we give you all the glory, and we give you all the honor and all the praise. And this is your darling son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Before we get started, how's everybody feeling this morning? Man, God is awesome. God is awesome. He has come in and he's showed out. I was expecting something, but I wasn't expecting this. But God. So I'm not going to be before you long. I'm going to get my little Easter speech. <laughs> I'm going to sit down <laughs> and let everybody go on about their day. But there is a word from the Lord. And if you feel like it, would you rest upon your feet? And we're going to Romans chapter 6. And we're going to be starting at the 16th verse. Let me give you a little time to find the word. Y'all going to have to get on a keyboard. <laughs> Amen. And it reads as follows. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey. His servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that from a doctrine which was delivered you. Being then ye made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members' servants to uncleanliness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness unto holiness. For ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit have ye then in those things whereof ye are not ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. A word of God for the people of God. But I want to rest on that 23rd. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. So what stood out to me in those passages of scriptures, that word sin kept coming up. Sin kept coming up. And so as I read this, I thought, came to my mind and what we're going to talk about a little bit this morning and what I want to use as a title this morning, sin up close and personal. Sin up close and personal. As we look over the world today, we see calamity all about. As the Bible speaks, mothers against daughters, Fathers against son. 
Murder everywhere. Everywhere you look, it's calamity. And so that begs me to ask, even in the church realm, we're seeing a lot of calamity, a lot of heartache, a lot of pain. And I ask myself, even as the church, do we really know what sin is? Because I feel if we really knew what sin was, some of the stuff we're seeing wouldn't be. But I got a solution for you today. As kingdom movement citizens in kingdom movement, the best way to live out this life is to be equipped. Yeah. I remember my days back in the service when we was in Iraq. You have to know your enemy. You have to know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. You can't fight something you don't know. So that's, it's leading me to think, is it we losing a lot of stuff because we just don't know what sin is? Now, we've been taught from up what sin is. As a child, I was taught what sin was, things that you do bad. But sometimes when you know certain things, but you don't know the full capacity of it, you will still do some little thing. So we're going to go this day. It's, it's probably going to end up being a, a sermon series if the pastor is allowing me to come back after the day. <laughs> Uh, it might be a uh, sermon series, but we're going to start today to just get the practicality and the, the few things of sins that will help us get us through life. So the first thing I want to know and let you know about sin, sin separates us from God. So I think we, as Christians, we know what sin, but we don't know the actual ramifications of sin. Sin separates us from God. So, Mr. Dad, what did that mean to what did that mean to me? If I'm separated from God, I don't have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is what guides us throughout this, this journey. Some people want to call it your conscience. But it is the Holy Spirit. So you hear that thing that you be picking at you sometimes? Don't do this. Don't do that. That's the Holy Spirit tugging at you. But sin separates us from that connection with the Holy Spirit. Now, a fun fact, the Holy Spirit, once you get the Holy Spirit, it, it never leaves. But once you sin, it kind of Negates. You, you ever had a battery? You got a battery in your car, and you got them two terminals on. It's charged up, but if if you disconnect from that battery, you can't move. You can't function. Think of sin as that 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 battery cable being disconnected from the battery. But so, but we're gonna go on into. So, I wanna tell you a couple of fun facts about sin. The word sin is mentioned over 400 times in the Bible. Thank you, Lord. It's mentioned over 400 times in the Bible. 
but there are 293 Bible verses between the Old and New Testament. So sin is mentioned a lot. So when you see something mentioned a lot like that, you need to start taking heed to that. But as generations, as generations going on, another fun fact is that the Oxford, the Oxford Dictionary removed, removed the word sin because it has fallen into disuse and is not recognized by the younger generation. Wow. So that means the younger generation really don't know about sin. But why is that? I ask. Because we as a church that's fell on our duties of bringing up a child the way that they would go. Or not teaching them about the seriousness of sin. But this is not a bashing session. But this is a session of just learning what sin is and how we can better equip ourselves as saints. So in my study, I found out there are three types of sin in that we're going to talk about today. Commission, the sin of commission, the sin of omission, and the sin of disposition. Now, the sin of commission or omission, I kind of knew about. But once I started diving into the word, the sin of disposition really knocked me off my feet. So, buckle up. So, let's start out with the sin of commission. The sin of commission is a sin we take action to commit, whether in thought, word, or deed. A sin of Commission can be intentional or unintentional. A few examples. Humanity's first sin was sin of commission. God forbade the eating of the certain fruit. Adam and Eve knew God's command, and they dis disobeyed anyway. They took action to commit sin of a sinful act. Another example, going back to the Bible, when King David was on his balcony and he looked over and saw Bathsheba and he saw how wonderful she looked, he had to have her. And so even at doing that, he sent her husband out to the front line to have him killed because he had committed a sin of adultery. So let's put a pin there. So he started off with sin and just looking. And the thing about sin that a lot of people don't know, sin starts small and then it just continues to roll on. So it starts in your mind. Then if you don't fight that feeling in your mind, it starts becoming... Begin to act on it. Yeah. And then when you act on it and certain outcomes come, you have to do another act of sin to try to cover that act. Right. Which leads you on down to death. Yeah. 
Now, a lot of people don't understand that sin, if we don't get a control of it, leads to death. Now, it's two deaths, a physical death and a spiritual death. Now, the first death, is, it's going to be a spiritual death because what it said, all sin, what? Takes you away from God. So that, that, that's, that's spirit death. And when they take that spirit death, it ends up going ahead and start on your body. Yeah. Right, can we be truthful this morning? I'm, I'm, I'm Some sins we have committed while we was young. Yeah. It's catching up with us now. says, but what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the out of the heart come evil thoughts. So some of the examples of this commission sin, which is evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immortality, theft, false witness, and slander. Wow, that's slander. Slander. So sin is a terrible thing that you are. Yes, it is. And that sin of commission is one of the, the sins that will lead you to death. So if you don't get anything else from this, this word this morning, Sin equals death. Sin is equal death. So now let's go on to the second one, in which a lot of people probably didn't know was a sin. It was a sin, what is called sin of omission. Sins of omission are those in which we knew we should have done something good, but refused. James 4 and 17 said, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for it, it is a sin. In other words, the sin of omission is a failure to do the duty to the word of God. So, the funniest thing about Adam and Eve, they, they committed both of them at the same time. So Adam committed the first sin of passivity he watched Eve eat that fruit from the tree. Noah God had told him not to eat the fruit from the tree, but he still let her eat the fruit. But then he turned around, God, this is the woman who gave you. 
But I like a, I got an old mentor, Mr. G.I. Joe. Come on, G.I. And he told me that knowing is half the battle. That's it. So once we begin to know, uh-huh. we can begin to walk this life yeah. and walk better. This hasn't been talked much about in the world, but I think it, it, we need to start talking about more. The sin of disposition is, is you feel like you are God yourself. Oh, oh my. Oh, you don't need to listen to God. You bear So, as you see it in that, even in the LGBTQ, this is my body. I do with my body what I want to do with my body. So, you are dealing with this God. Yeah. Or well, then uh, we're God, you know, everybody says, we're God, we, we, we can do this, we got the third eye and all this stuff. Spiritual attitude stuff. But that sin of disposition, yeah. to me, I write it as one of the worst. Because these folks sin, it's early. Look, one of the first sin wasn't Adam and Eve. It was when Satan was up in and he was walking around, he ushered in the day. 
brought in the music of the day, and he knew how the music affected people. Yeah. Yeah. So he became proud. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, I, I'm going to be like God. He messed up. Oh, yeah. Big time. So that's the same disposition. Now, I want to be like God. And some of us in our mind, we, we, we feel like sometimes we, we dig man up. We beg we on God ourselves sometimes. Take it in your own hands. Even me sometimes, I ain't going to say I thought I was God, but I thought if the sun didn't rise, if I didn't rise, the sun should rise. But when you sit me down, I know. I don't touch the Bible anymore. You can't get up. 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 You but I have a solution to all of them. Yeah. There is a way to overcome sin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come on. But John 3.16 said, God so loved the world yes, yeah. that he gave his only begotten son. Yeah. And whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Yeah. God sent his son down 30 generations yeah. to take on the sin death of the world. To take on sin. Yeah. They said when Jesus was on the cross and he hung his head yeah. and gave up the ghost, yeah. they said he got pitch black dog. Yeah. And that was all the sin from humanity. Yeah. And Jesus looked up before he died, he said, God, have thou forsaken me? Yeah. But the Father had to let Jesus yeah. die in sin. Yeah. But when he died in sin, he didn't stay there.
that can keep you from all this sin. Yes. A Savior. Can you just put your hand in his Yeah. He will guide you. Yes, he and all truth and knowledge. Yeah. A savior. Yeah. 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 That laid down his life. Yeah. That I went through. Yeah. Even though someone said they were sinners to death. Yeah. Jesus said, not so. All right. I took the keys to death. Hallelujah. Their words are saved. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So I told you, I just had this morning. But I hope these words resonated in your heart. Yeah. 